morning, good morning. God bless you this morning as you're waking up and starting your day. We thank you for tuning in and being with us this morning. It's another glorious day, a beautiful day that God has given us. And we just say thank you. Father, we just thank you this morning that you woke us up this morning once again, Lord. That we're alive and we're well today and we're ready to face the day that you've given us, God. Your mercy is renewed every morning and so we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you that you saw fit to wake us up this morning and give us another day. May we bring glory to you today. May we be good stewards of this day. May we, as the psalmist says, uh, use our time wisely today. Whatever we put our hands to, may we do it for your name and for your glory. God, just bless our efforts today. Bless us as we go about our jobs, as we spend time with our families, as we uh, talk with friends, as we uh, communicate with each other, Lord. Just let us be witnesses of you, let our lives reflect who you are. May others come to you because of our lives that we live that reflect you. We give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you this morning. You know, yesterday, every first Monday, uh, Hope Church goes, um, you know, to different places in our, our city, the city of Newport News in Virginia. And we, um, we just pray. You know, we went with the school board, and last night we went to our... Uh, uh, local police headquarters and we just gathered and prayed and I guess it was maybe 12 of us out there we prayed for a number of things uh, but one of the things we prayed for and kind of the encouragement this morning was unity it's something that really lacks in our society uh, but more importantly it's, it, it really lacks within the church you know this this truth that the Word of God talks about us living as one, you know, one mind, one faith, living in unity. Now, we live in a world that's so polarizing from, you know, politics to uh, secular activities to television to, you know, news. I mean, everything seems to divide us on one side or the other, black, white, rich, poor, you know, sick, healthy, uh, just division seems to be everywhere and, and the simple concept is that you know a divided people are an easily controlled or manipulated people it's like that in our society you know we have corrupt governments who seek to divide us uh, because it, we're easily controlled when we're at each other's throats when we see each other as the problem when we see each other as the issue it's easy for others to control us because our minds are not set on the right things and we're not moving toward the right things. We're fighting, you know, against each other. The word tells us that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, right? My problem's not with you, your problem's not with me. What we're wrestling with is the enemy of our souls who seeks to keep us divided, who seeks to steal, kill, and destroy. And so this this idea of, of unity is just something that, you know, we pray for, even, you know, with between the um, our policemen and women and and society itself you know the understanding that we're all human we're all made in the image and likeness of Christ we all bleed red so to speak and and we 
are all to live together in unity. And it even goes more for the church. You know, the church is supposed to be the bride of Christ. It's supposed to be the example of Christ Jesus, yet we, uh, we don't see unity in our society because we don't see unity in the church. Even in the church, we're again, fighting against each other and, and all kinds of issues and things. And, and the word is clear that we are to be unified people of God, people who are, 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 are coming together for one purpose, to worship God, to serve God. Yet we don't see this unity even within the church. The church is supposed to be the example. And the beauty of, of, of unity is that it, it is counterculture. It's not what our society promotes. It's not what television promotes or media or even our government. You know, many will say that's what they want and then their actions show differently. But God calls us to be unified. You know, and as we, I encourage you this morning to just begin to meditate on that word and, and look it up in scripture. So what does it mean? What does it mean to be unified? You know, we, we, we live in a society that just wants us to be at each other's throats all the time, but God commands us to be unified, to love each other, to bring glory to Him in what we do. And, and as we do that, especially as a church, it's counterculture, so it, it becomes attractive to the world because you don't see that in the world. You don't see people uh, coming together, you know, loving each other. Yeah, there's... There's few here and there, and you know when we have a crisis, uh, something tragic happens, then everybody begins to unify. You kind of see the humanity in people once again. Uh, but God has called us as a church to do that all the time, to live our lives that way, to live our lives in unity, to be unified together, moving forward together as one body, as as the bride of Christ, to be who he's called us to be, to, to win the world for him, to bring people to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And we can't do that if we're not unified because we look just like the world and people don't see the benefit. They don't see the, the purpose of the church. They don't see the relevance of the church because we live and act just like the world. But we're called to be different. We're called to be unified. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 1.10, he says, you know, I, I appeal to you that you all agree that there be no schisms, no divisions among you, but, there, but you be united, having that same mind, that mind of unity. It's, it, it becomes attractive to the world. Even then, Paul understood that it was an issue then. It's an issue now because human nature doesn't really change. We're we're selfish by nature, but through Christ Jesus living on the inside of us and the Holy Spirit working through us, it should give us a, a heart for each other and a heart to live in unity, a heart to not have agendas and, and all these things, but to live and walk in unity as, as one body, one person. Peter says it, First Peter 3.8, he says, that, Finally, I want you to all have unity of mind. Have sympathy, brotherly love, have a tender heart, a humble mind. Philippians 2, 2. Complete my joy, he says. Be of the same mind, having the same love, being in one accord. And the psalmist of one, Psalm 133, 1. How good and pleasant it is when brethren dwell together in unity. Unity is a beautiful thing. 
It's beautiful because it is counterculture. It's beautiful because you don't see it all the time. It's beautiful because it's what God commanded us. It's, and, it's, and it's what he's created us to do. To live together, to walk in love and walk in unity. As the church begins to do that and we unite, it becomes attractive. And then others see our example and they become united. And, and think about it, you know, how... How the, how the churches themselves are even divided, you know, between this denomination, that denomination, and this, this doctrine and that doctrine. You know, if we're all preaching Christ Jesus, then we all should be unified. And how much more we could get accomplished for the kingdom of God if we could be unified. And the same goes true in, in our society. How much more could we get accomplished if we could be unified and not torn between party lines or color lines or, 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 or uh, money lines? this idea that somebody's out to get somebody else but if we lived and walked together in unity unity is a powerful thing too there's power in unity when you can walk in love and walk together in unity there's power in it you become a powerful people as you walk together in unity and God has called us to do that so that's I encourage you this morning uh, to motivate you this morning to seek unity above all things seek unity let the love of Christ dwell in you richly. Let it flow out of you. And seek unity with your fellow brothers and sisters, especially within the church. As we become the example of Christ, we can win others. As the church sees that we are unified, as the world sees that we are unified, God can do so much more through us if we live and walk in unity. So as you go about your day to day, you know, dwell on that word, think about that word and think about your own life. You know how sometimes we get easily divided between things and let things rile us up and get us here and there. But if we, we you know, can learn as a church of Jesus Christ to come together, live and walk in unity and can show the world Jesus. Learn to live and walk in unity today, unity with your brothers and sisters in Christ, unity with church unity with Jesus let's become one together live walk in unity God bless you have a great day we'll see you tomorrow